0: It's time to create better. Create better family, health, business, and self.
1: Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're gonna learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life.
0: Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. And welcome to a conversation where we want to talk about how to help our kids, how to help our kids have great study habits. So let's talk about five study habits that every kid should know. So I have beside me, my husband, Mr. Ron Como. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello. So whether your kids are, you know, starting kindergarten, middle school, high school or first year university. I I'm going to ask you as our listeners to dig deep and think about your own study habits. Was there anything that really worked so well for you that you you must remember and share at the kitchen table tonight to tell your kids and I'd love to know too. So please do message me and say, "Hey, you know what? I I just thought of this amazing study tip that I did when I was in school that I just had to tell my kids. And you know what? I I love when we share with our kids things that also did not work, failures that we've had so that, you know, they can learn from our mistakes. So both are great. Please do share with us because I love hearing from you. So Ron, did you have any awesome study habits when you were in high school or... Younger, that you can remember, or even in university?
1: I did. I had some awesome study habits. What I observed through life is that everybody has habits. So they're either good habits or bad habits, or a mix. Most people have a mix. So once it's a given that you're going to have habits, you may as well try to make them good. So I did learn over time to improve my study habits. For me personally, I found that I paid attention in class a lot and didn't have to study as much as some other kids. Um, But when it came to studying, what I would recommend to my children, and I do, is that you don't start studying at the last minute and cram, because that's not a very effective uh, habit. It is one that I experimented with. Um, But that you do a more slow drip study over time.
0: Okay, well, let's just go right into... Um, those five great habits and being a former school teacher, of course, I made it into an acronym and these five habits actually fall into the acronym of great G R E A T. And that first one is G and that means give yourself Enough time to study. Like Ron said, don't cram. And studies will show that when you stretch it out and plan it and, and actually revisit what you're learning on a daily basis, you're actually going to learn it better and know it better. So give yourself enough time to study. That means plan it, schedule it, plan a study block time. Like, so chunk your time into blocks. And that's exactly what Easy Daisies does, right, when we can visually see that, you know, whether it's eat breakfast, brush your teeth, get dressed, go to school, snack time, study time, homework time. When a child can see, and even if that child is in high school or university, can see that there's a start time and an end time, they're going to use that time more wisely and more effectively because they know that there's an end and there's a reward of, you know, I'm going to have snack time after I'm going to take a break after. And so very important that if you know that you have a test on Friday to start studying and reviewing on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. So breaking it up so that you aren't cramming it in.
1: All right. I love that there's five and it's great.
0: Mm -hmm. You make things
1: very easy to remember. Yes. So then I'm guessing the next one is going to start with R.
0: Yes. So R means to rest up. That means rest up and get enough sleep because you know what? Good sleep helps process the information that you learned that day. So you want to let your kids know that, you know, if you're studying, it's best to actually study before you go to sleep because having that good sleep has been proven to help retain that information so that means pulling an all-nighter is a no-no and i remember that doing that in like grade 12 and i had a chemistry exam and a biology exam and i studied all night long and you know i i think i did okay in the chem exam and then i had the afternoon exam and biology i had a blank i i I didn't i don't even know if i wrote my name on it it was (laughs) all horrible horrible lesson and i i know that my teacher was baffled and uh, it did affect my mark. She did allow me to do like a makeup project, but it still uh, wasn't the same as having if I had just done really well in that exam. So getting the recommended hours of sleep is how you are going to to help yourself. And if you are um, wondering, well, how many recommended hours am I supposed to give my child? If you go on my website at uh, easydaisies.com, I actually have this in a blog where the CDC, which is the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, uh, state the hours of sleep. For example, if your kids are between 6 and 12, they should have between 9 and 12 hours of sleep if they're between 13 and 18 they should have between eight and ten hours of sleep and so on so an, another strategy is to make uh, help your kids have that study block before they go to sleep but definitely have
1: sleep so that is part of the battle of parenting isn't it knowing that your kids need that much sleep during the summer it's great because they can sleep in mm-hmm. and get as much sleep as their body needs to grow. Uh, and in school days, obviously they have to get up at a certain time. So you have to reverse engineer that Mm -hmm. to a certain bedtime. Absolutely. I will also say with sleep, one thing I've learned from my life experience is that if I'm studying something or pondering a question before I go to sleep, my brain is working on it or reviewing it during the night while I'm sleeping and I can understand it better in the morning. A lot of times, you know, you get stuck somewhere and you wake up the next day and you have, you've solved a problem that you've been working on so that's why it's much better to study than sleep rather than just stay
0: up all night so let's go on with the next one so we've covered g which is give yourself enough time to study r is rest up with enough sleep and e is for exercise so yes exercise exercise has amazing great short and long-term effects on your brain did you know that, Ryan? Mm, kind of. <laughs> well, you see, exercise decreases stress and increases reasoning and memory. And so that's how it helps in the short term. So it's it's a great strategy then that if you are about to go write a test to walk briskly like around the block, walk briskly up and down the hallways. When I was a school teacher, sometimes I'd see an entire class go for a jug around the school before they did a math test. So it just increases uh, the blood flow to your brain, which means it's bringing more oxygen and nutrients to feed your brain and cause it to help make better choices and decisions. Now, how does exercise help in the long term for your brain? Well, did you know that there's a part in your brain called the hippocampus? I believe that's how you pronounce it, hippocampus. And this is the center of your brain, which is um, important for reasoning and memory. Well, with regular daily exercise, it actually can help slow down the aging process of the hippocampus, which means slow down the shrinking of that part of the brain Nice. so so cool right so yes
1: yes now as a sports guy this intuitively makes sense to me now tying this back to the g about the giving yourself time so if you're a parent who wants your young student to do really well in school and you say okay junior you're gonna sit down and you're going to study for six hours straight because I want you to do the best you can. Is that a good strategy?
0: Nope, nope, and nope. <laughs> now, you definitely don't want to do that. And we're going to talk about that at the end of the GREAT. And you, you don't want to have six-hour block of studying. And and I'll tell you why in just a moment. But we're going to go cover our A. Is that okay? All
1: right. Yes. What is A?
0: A is a range and area a study area. So arrange a study area. And what I mean by this is you want it to be a place that I'm going to bring into another acronym of find a great study spot, SPOT. So that means S is for same and keep it in the same area so that your child will know that this is where they can sit and not be disturbed. This is where they sit. And when, when it becomes a familiar place, of study then their brain will actually be triggered to think okay this is where i study just like when you walk into the kitchen okay this is where i eat okay when i go to my bedroom this is where i rest and sleep so if they can have a common place a same spot to study then that really helps the p and spot is for plant and why i'm talking about plants is did you know that having a plant in your room increases the productivity by 15 percent? crazy right Mm -hmm. and so getting a a plant like a spider plant or a tropical plant like um oh gosh i think a dieffenbachia diphen, which is one i just bought from like a supermarket it was like 4.99 so they're leafy they are great in um filtering air so it just keeps that brain alert um o is for oh gosh what is o
1: <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> but i, I just want to say i think um we'll link in the show notes you have a specific blog I post do. about this on easydaisy.com because yes. when you get to great i'm good and then we get to great spot i might not be able to remember it all so I'll, no, I'll want to, go to the blog good. post.
0: but yes yeah, so it's open and tidy which means let it be bright um you want it to be uncluttered you want it to be have easy access to supplies and i share lots of tips in our blog about that and tea is for oh my gosh i think i need to eat walnuts <laughs> oh gosh me too tidy yes that's
1: open good. and tidy right
0: <laughs> that is a great
1: same place have a plant keep it open keep it tidy is what I'm guessing okay let's go because that. that makes sense to me as an adult in the working world if you're if you're working in slobbish conditions you're it's going to slow your brain down and if if you're if you've already sorted out your work area before you start working it just makes you more productive
0: yes it just does Okay. Now it's going to bug me if I'm wrong, but but yes, having a bright and, um, studies show that having a, as bright as like turn on all the lights, keep it near a window. Um, brightness will keep your brain alert. So that is what you want is to keep your brain alert. Um, so that you can study Yes, so open and bright and tidy and uncluttered. I believe that's so. Same spot, have a plant, open and bright and tidy.
1: I just called up your blog and sorted (laughs) you. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. (laughs) I'm so Uh, glad this is not
0: scripted because (laughs) we're just talking. (laughs) But yes, so arrange to have an area for studying.
1: And to be honest, I was I was very familiar with your great beforehand, but not spot. So that will help.
0: Okay, so T for that last. So great is give yourself enough time to study, rest up with enough sleep. Exercise is great for your brain. Arrange is for A, arrange a study area. And T is take breaks and reward yourself. So teach your kids to have blocks of like to chunk up their times and say, okay, well, you know, when you come home from school, take a break and and just... Go grab a snack and then make an hour of studying or 30 minutes of studying. As, uh, of course, it depends on the age of your kids. The, mm-hmm. the younger they are, the shorter the time. And then, and then reward yourself. So having a visual reward is key. And studies will show that chunking your time and giving yourself a visual reward, whether it's putting a piece of dark chocolate at the end of each chapter or page that you have reviewed, that is an excellent motivator. So. Easy peasy.
1: Nice. So you'd say you might put a dark chocolate at the end of the line?
0: That's what I said. Relating
1: to an earlier blog post. Uh, I'm I'm picturing, as we have a child going into university right now, going to her first year, I definitely could picture a university student doing this themselves, uh, blocking out time themselves, picking their own reward.
0: Yes, but that's why we have to help teach our children how to study. It's just like you know when people write to me saying, "Well, my kid, my kid's fourteen and can't clean a bathroom." Well, of course not. They they have no idea how. We do need to take the time to teach our kids how to do something, mm-hmm. and and we learn together. And and you know we can't just expect them to know things. So m- back to what you were saying before: if you want your kid to study for six hours because they have that exam. Now, remember, taking those breaks is important because studies show that when you are looking at the same thing over and over and over, actually your brain shuts down and you start to, your brain starts to wander, your mind starts to wander. I totally agree. So taking breaks helps you to regain focus and study more effectively. So so encourage that. Say, okay, let's do 20 minutes of studying and take a break for five minutes and then study again for 20 minutes. Yes. Whatever there's that
1: there's something called the law of diminishing returns. The reason it's called a law is because it happens everywhere. And I think it's exactly right with studying. If you just keep going and going and going, eventually your productivity is going to peak tail off and then you're actually going to start forgetting stuff. It's going to be detrimental. So mm-hmm. you may as well, uh, Plan those breaks in there and the rewards.
0: Yep. So, I mean, there's so many study habits that we want to talk about, but we're going to end it here because this is our five tips that every kid should know for studying.
1: Be sure to go to easydaisies.com to, and we'll link that blog post in the show notes so you can check it out yourself and see which of these you can get going today with your kids.
0: Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. And again, we wish you a fantastic, um, week ahead and don't forget to have that wonderful conversation at dinner table and sharing your study mistakes with your kids and your best study tip with your kids because they'd love to hear your stories and we love to hear your stories too so we wish you a fantastic week and god bless bye-bye